delicious. Why, hi, hey, hello there, and welcome to Ladyfingers. Yes, it's only the gayest podcast on the internet about the great British Big Off. I'm Gabriel Coleman. I am Cole Stevenson. We're so hot, we're gonna burn that caramel. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Give us a stir. Wipe down the sides of our mm. pan with a pastry brush. It was a fun episode to watch. It was. It was a good one. Similar to Pastry Week, like a very specific skill that can throw people off. Yeah, a lot of a lot of upsets in there. A lot of mistakes. It's a very finicky thing that caramel. I think everybody had at least one thing that went bad. Yes, yes, it was tough for tough for everybody. The most important thing that happened this episode was Chase's glasses. Yes so hot oh my god i had three different female friends of mine each of them swooning over chicks like and i was right there with them we talk a lot about the glasses but i think the thing we don't talk about is the shirt and the necklace that he was wearing as well oh i didn't see the necklace he was wearing like a chain it was very mask it was very subtle it was like very normal people perfect call Yes, exactly. It's a weird thing. Like, I will be walking along the street and I'll be like, oh, that person's so cute. And I'll be like, why did I think they were cute? Oh, because they were wearing round glasses. It's like a weird, <laughs> like, it's just the thing I notice. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, huh. attractive person equals round glasses. Some, like, Harry Potter fucked me up. A treat for the eyes for the rest of us. Yep. Yeah, I, I loved it. And our first challenge, our first treat everyone was making was a caramel tart. So we had caramel and pastry. In general, the ones that stood out to me this week were the ones that had like a bavois or something really like fluffy and creamy, like a custardy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess going down the list, like let's talk about Lizzie. Hers was my tart will go on. And she got the note, which we are watching the narrative develop. Mm Mm-hmm. Finesse mm-hmm. is the word that Lizzie has latched on to. Did you know that Lizzie and Freya got matching whisk tattoos and Lizzie got finesse on her ankle? Yes, yes. I thought it was one very cute and that it was fun to like watch this episode from the past and watch that idea cement itself into her brain. So she did pineapple as well in it, which is yes. second second Lizzie pineapple bake we've had. Yeah, yeah, Lizzie likes the fruity. They liked the flavor, but yes, the look was not so good. And I didn't think it was that bad. I think the crust was a little messy, but the squigglies up top looked okay. I mean, the big narrative within this um, challenge was that the people who decided not to do a custard, they were able to finish on time and decorate. And the people who did do a custard had to have extra time to make it all and therefore ran short on time and all of their cream on top melted. Of course, you're talking about Jurgen having a rare slip up. Mm-hmm. He did not have time and he had just a messy, goopy, creamy topped tart it was a say that 10 times fast triple nut tart triple nut his caramel sat very very hard it ended up very toffee the episode's so much about texture i i noticed paul talked a lot about this is too dry this is too stodgy this is too much this is too you know so that's why i think all the goops and the creams were really what won out here it was a goopy episode and then our third uh baker who decided to do a custard and ran short on time was the ever lovely george george had it rough this week 
this was not a good first uh, challenge for him. His uh, custard, like, curdled. He did, like, a banana chocolate thing, which I actually really like, banana and chocolate and caramel together. He just ended up putting raw banana slices on top to decorate, yeah? I feel like if you're doing a caramel tart, you should caramelize the bananas because they're so good that way. Both he and Jürgen seemed deep depths of the bottom. They were going through the crisis of the soul. Christelle ended up doing, I think, pretty well. She came in with that miso caramel thing again, mm-hmm. which I think is very funny that she's so insistent about doing the miso caramel. It was apple and pecan, which caramel apples, need I say more? Yeah. Christelle's also looked pretty nice. Like, it was really simple. It was just a lot of, like, little creamy, flowery things and some nuts on top, but mm-hmm. it, like looked very put together. Chigs, I think this probably would have been my favorite one to eat. The chocolate, coconut, ginger. They've said that the caramel was really dark, so I think it would it would be like a darker, kind of more bitter, mature, chocolatey situation, which I could definitely get into. I appreciated the little swirly whirlies on top, and that's all I have to say about that. The little sponge sugar bits, that was very cute. I mean it's caramel week. You should do you should do some sugar work just to show off. Like if there's a week to do it. Absolutely. Giuseppe was also fairly good. He did an apricot and nut. Apricot and hazelnut. Classic little Italian summery Southern European flavors. I don't think it was the most ambitious thing ever, but I think it looked good and it was a a successful bait. My ultimate moment from this challenge was George taking fistfuls of cream off of his tart like literally just no rubber (laughs) scraper spatula spoon anything just like grabbing a fistful of cream like literally bare knuckle baking here it's come full circle george is actually baking with his bare hands oh george we love him it's really crystallized that like lizzie chiggs and Christelle are all in sort of like the B position. Mm-hmm. Giuseppe and Jurgen are like fighting for the front mm-hmm. and everybody else is just kind of like here until, until they're, they're not. Yeah. The technical, they had to make a caramel biscuit bar, which is Twix. Is that what it is? Is there like a specific like British equivalent candy bar kind of thing? Like, I mean, I haven't had a Twix in a minute. It's like when they did the little jammy Dodgers, you know, it's like another kind of biscuit that you would get from the shops. It was very um, Bon Appetit, Claire, remaking a candy bar kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm pretty sure they're like literally just Twix because when you think of a Twix, it's like a biscuit with gooey caramel on top coated in chocolate the proportions are different but i think like fundamentally it's the same thing they're always interesting when they make them do these little like biscuits that are normally made by a machine it's a different challenge it's something that claire saffitz is really good at okay but if we look back at claire saffitz like it took her is she that weeks sometimes yeah. to make them yeah, yeah and she does not know how to temper chocolate or at least always had sola doing it right <laughs> more unpaid sola labor oh boy I like this kind of challenge. I like, I think it's a good shakeup from doing one big thing to making a lot of little things that are identical. I really like it when they do that. And this one, this one was tricky. There's like a lot of elements and all the timing Mm -hmm. and all the consistencies have to be perfect. I don't know if anyone ended up like the ones that they showed in the little tent with Paul and Prue had that like nice little circle of caramel through it. And I don't think any of them ended up with that. I did like the moment of Giuseppe putting on his little headband. Putting his hair into sport mode. Yes. I also just wrote, fucking George. It was with his caramel being so set. He's trying to like force it out of the piping bag. 
Oh. Yeah, he was like trying to force it out. And I was like, dude, no, I, unfortunately, you got to remake it or just cry and be done. To go down the list, last place, sixth place is George. Then Lizzie was fifth. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christelle was fourth. Chiggs was third. Jurgen was second. And Giuseppe was first. And they all clapped. And then Paul said, I wouldn't clap because everybody yeah, did kind of Everyone bad. did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is such a troll move. Like, this was so hard. Shut up, Paul. I mean, this is where the narrative starts of Lizzie is doing so terribly this episode, which yes. I don't agree with. Yeah. But Lizzie doesn't have finesse. Yeah. I've done this before. Show me your teeth. Um, Cole, you said you had a fun food fact for us? I did have a fun food fact. Preparation for what we're about to talk about in the final round, I thought I would talk a little about isomalt. Yes. Enlighten me. Do you know what isomalt is? Well, from what I understand in the episode, it's it's a type of sugar product where the sugar molecules are arranged a little differently, so it's a little more stable. Basically, isomalt is a substance discovered in the 1960s. It is what is called a polyol, I think is how you say that, and it's a type of sugar alcohol. A lot of the isomalt that is made comes from beets so they extract the stuff from beets is one way to get it i think because you can make a lot of beets and it's like basically it is an inert sugar-like chemical so it'll taste sweet but your body basically doesn't interact with it at all your teeth won't get cavities or anything if you eat a lot of isomol it doesn't have a lot of energy in it that your body will absorb so it is used a lot for like sugar-free gum and candy and that kind of stuff but If you eat a lot of it at once, like 20 to 30 grams of it, it will give you diarrhea. Because your body is like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm just going to push it out of me. Yeah. it's Interesting. I did not know that it was not digestible. Specifically, like the question, why do we use it for domes and stuff Mm -hmm. is because the chemical composition is different. And so it has a much lower chance of crystallizing, which is always like the first problem is that like... If when you're boiling sugar and it crystallizes, it'll seize up and it it just doesn't work. And then it doesn't brown in the same way that sugar does. So those two things together, you can pour it and it will make a pretty sturdy, clear shape. And it is really common for these sorts of candy sugar-ish things. So interesting. I did not know it was that complex. Yeah, it is like a relatively recent invention. It's like one of those 1960s chemical foods type things. Yeah, yeah. But it's very useful when you want to make a sugar dome. Yes, which our bakers had to do in the sugar dome dessert showstopper challenge. Six bakers enter, five bakers leave. It is the sugar dome. The sugar dome. The sugar dome. The sugar dome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, the challenge for this week was to make any kind of dessert, pretty much like Bob's your uncle. Uh, the world is open to you. Mm-hmm. It has to have caramel flavor in it somewhere. And then it needs to feature a clear dome made out of sugar or isomalt. Like a little topiary. Um, that's not what the word is. Um, oh, terrarium. Yes, that's not the word. 
Terrarium. Yes. 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 Um, you can put a topiary in your terrarium. Yeah. To be honest, not my favorite challenge. Really? I don't know. It's interesting to see people come up with these desserts, but the dome part just felt so superfluous. Yeah, you're right. It's like, do whatever you want, make sure it's tasty, and then we're going to have this one hard thing that's really going to fuck everybody over, and it's going to be really weird and hard, and oh, but we're not even really going to eat it because isomalt doesn't taste that good. That was the thing, like, watching, watching Paul, like, remove every single dome and then just, like, there's the dome and, like, not try it. I was like, why did they make this if they're not going to eat it? But there were some cool-looking ones. I think I especially loved Christelle's cactus garden. That was very cute. The cactuses were so cute. She made three different sugar domes. Her mold did not work at all. Oh, my God. It was chaotic, and everybody was, like, about to have a heart attack. And then she turned to Lizzie, and it was like, Lizzie... How do you do the balloon? Yeah, we had some learning on the fly of new techniques. Yeah. And then she put it down in the mold, gave Lizzie a hug. Oh my god. And then it was stuck and uh, she couldn't get it out of the mold. Yes. The drama, yeah. the drama. That's I mean oh, that's Christelle. what the producers were hoping for when they were like, yes. we're going to make yeah. them make a sugar dome. Um Crystal gave it to them. But I like she did a peanut sable biscuit with her caramel dessert, which sounds really good. I love peanuts. And it was dedicated to her grandpa. Another instance of Christelle just loving her family. It was so cute. Something about the little garden of succulents and cactuses just felt very Animal Crossing to me. Yeah, like Happy Home Academy. I'm putting this cactus cake in my home. Give me points. Yes, yes, exactly. Giuseppe came back with more apricot. Yes, more apricot. This man, he he is from Italy and goddammit, so are his flavors. Kind of a slip up for Giuseppe. The one thing they didn't like about crystals that they also didn't like about Giuseppe's was that mm. they had used gelatin to set the layers. Both of them ended up with custards or mousses that ended up very sticky and gooey. And Giuseppe's mirror glaze especially was like, it did not look tasty. Yeah, that was a big mistake. It was almost like it had like a caramel apple coating or something and it was like sticking to the fork and you had to move it out of the way to get at the thing underneath. It looked very unappetizing, which is the opposite of what you want. Yeah, Giuseppe slipped up. Poor boy. We had Chiggs's caramel mistake. And yeah, it was it was interesting. They they said that all of the flavors were good, the coffee, the caramel, the chocolate, and it was nearly perfect, but the dome was really milky. Mm-hmm. The thing was really leaky like just not quite there he definitely went into it being like i'm gonna call it a mistake so if i fuck up it's on purpose (laughs) and set the bar low i think honestly he probably impressed himself with how it went uh jürgen made a mango praline lady finger bavois uh fruit shit on it eat it throw it up Another club, another plane, another bus. Absolutely never the same. Totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference. Whatever. <laughs> like, just did literally everything um, you could possibly do. And it really paid off. It spiritually was a handshake because it really was a triumph. They cut it open and everybody just went, 
whoa, like you could just see the way that it like yeah. bounced and looked. It w- it was amazing. Yeah, like pillowy layers of mousse that are exactly the mm. same. Just a little bit of cake, just a little bit of mm-hmm. caramel, crunchy, delicious. Ugh. I'm like literally salivating thinking about it. I want it so yeah. bad. I'm... Yeah, and his little mango flower on top was very cute. I liked that. His dome also, of course, the scientist, the engineer, crystal clear. Yeah. It was glass. Let's talk about my dear personal friend, Lizzie, who we braid each other's hair sometimes uh, via FaceTime. It's really cute. Um, You go first. What did you think? It was frustrating because it shows up on the thing and everybody's like, wow, this is amazing. You did such a good job. Mm -hmm. And then they start eating it and they're like, this sucks. This sucks. It's ugly on the inside. Yeah, that's why it's on the inside. It seemed interesting and a good, I think, because she did the apple flowers and then wrapped them in pastry. I think she should have just added a little more sugar to them because the apple wasn't quite enough. So they didn't like those. She made a sage caramel. They found interesting, I think. Sounds good to me, especially with apple. Kind of similar to Christelle's miso caramel. They were like, this is different, period. And then the apple cake was a little dry. She needed some goop. It needed a goop it needed to a goop. round it everything out. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I don't think that this bake and her whole performance warranted them being like, Lizzie's in the bottom. She could go home. But I think they just kind of had to say it. Well, it's that thing of there's only six people left. And so if Chiggs and Christelle are doing mostly okay and their stuff tastes good, then kind of by default, she's number five right now. Yeah. I think if I would have critiqued her on one thing, I would have said that like this is not the brief because she had done it upside down, which was cool, but like not the challenge. And then like her isomalt dome was purposefully blue and you couldn't see through it. Like I would have been like this is cool, but it's not what was asked for. I would have given her extra points for creativity and like approaching the dome in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. I thought it was clever yeah i think if she would have done a clear dome that would have been okay but the fact that it was blue and opaque or like translucent i think was a little questionable but altogether cool and adventurous and that's what i love about lizzie is that she's gonna like do cool things she's creative she wants to experiment and i appreciate that about her oh george i mean he did really well i thought it was nice like that he got to have this moment where he proved he really does have it he really is a talented baker like you know i think we we complain a lot about him but zooming out a little bit he's made it very far on this tv show whatever the circumstances were and getting on the tv show is not easy making this dome was not easy and he he has it in him yeah and the thing that set him back was just the textures of his bake and kind of stung because it was something that they warned him about that he was doing these is it daquas the hazelnut yeah daquas it's like a baked hazelnut sponge but similarly like dry textured it's kind of crunchy yeah so he had three layers of that plus the honeycomb which i think just made the whole thing very dry you know george has shown that flying in the face of conventional wisdom is often rewarding for him when he does things his own way this time it just did not work this was the thing of everybody knows george is on the chopping block we've known it for weeks he's really gonna have to pull out all the stops to do it and i think in a way he did i think he proved himself with this one looking at the big picture it it was just his time but he should be proud of this bake i i am proud of him for it 
Yeah, so in the end, we had George tragically leaving us, and we had the Jorgenator back for his 27th Starbaker. Yes, this is Jurgen's third win. He won the first two in a row, and then he had some high weeks, mm-hmm. and then he won this week. Tell me something that'll save me. I need a man on my Gabe. Yakul? Random question. You don't have to answer if you're not comfortable. No, shit. But um, are you into eating? I can't believe you would ask that to me on today of all days. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just put it down. We can forget about it. We can forget about it. I am into eating, but like. Okay. Okay. I thought. I, I, I just. I suspected. I just. I didn't want to assume. Yeah. I thought we were past this. I'm really sorry. I, I'm going to reflect on myself. <laughs> Um, (laughs) yes, I am into eating and well, I haven't really done too much yet, but I'm very excited about the new Animal Crossing update, which involves being able to cook things. Whole new world. Yes. And like, and like farm a more, because previously you could farm pumpkins in the game, Mm -hmm. but now you can farm wheat and tomatoes and you can grind your wheat into flour and make all these things. And so, so far I have made a peach smoothie. Because that's my town fruit. So that's, I think, the default recipe I get. <laughs> and then grilled sea bass with herbs, which the recipe oh, calls for a sea bass and like weeds, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I planted some wheat yesterday and I'm excited to cook some things in the virtual world. Animal Crossing, it is a black hole and it has sucked me back in. Mm-hmm. I'm not with my Switch right now, but I'll get back to it. Like, I'm excited to, like, bake things and give them to neighbors because it feels more special than being like, here's this bug I got on the ground (laughs) giving you a gift so you like me more. Like, it feels nice to be like, I made this thing. Um, What about you, Cole? What have you been eating? Ooh, so I went down to our mutual friend Allegra's place in Brooklyn and watched her cats over the weekend. Nice. I think probably my favorite thing was uh, crab mac and cheese from Krabby Shack. And I got a piece of cornbread. Nice. And a beer. I had a lot of carbs and it was really tasty. So good. And you had a dough donut. Right, yes. After I went to the orthodontist, I immediately walked into a donut shop and bought a blueberry lemon donut. That was very tasty. Well, thank you for sharing your food adventures. Thank you for sharing yours. Um, let's start an Animal Crossing podcast next. Add it to the to the list of podcasts I am uh, yeah curating. Speaking yeah. of, <laughs> speaking of, um, I would love to plug to our listeners a new project that I am Please. starting. That's called Earlobe Calming. People can go to gabriel.town slash earlobe. And there's a form and you can propose anything for me to do. So if you'd like me to Mm. write a poem about your cat or a song about COP26 or do a little think piece, anything you want, anything that's in your head, I'll do it for whatever you want to pay me for it. (laughs) So this is like a commission based kind of thing? Yeah, essentially it's a it's a commission that's linked to this public podcast feed. So everything that people task me with doing goes into it's all shared via this podcast feed so the idea is that like 
these little projects will have specific resonance with the people who ask me to do them. But even if you haven't commissioned something, you can still listen and like enjoy a little song or like a little video or whatever I whatever I come up with. Yeah, check it out, everybody. If you don't know, Gabe does 20,000 million different things. Like they're writing all these different cultural critiques. Obviously, they're in grad school, getting their PhD. They do podcasts, they do music, like so many different things. And I think it's like a really cool like encapsulation of your skills. Yeah, I'd rather be making things for some random thing than like going in, spending my time working in a coffee shop. Well, I do the PhD. Yeah. If you're thinking about Christmas gifts mm. for someone special, what's better than a bespoke little piece of art from an independent creator? Oh, uh, how sweet. That's my plug. Go tell me something to do or just subscribe to the podcast and listen to the things that I make. Awesome. Oh, and then I, I had a small plug. I am producing a show with a friend, J.W. Crump. He's doing like a mini game show type thing at the Asylum Theater called Faker's Dozen. It's like this guessing game kind of thing. And there's like a sketch and there's songs. It is on Wednesday and check out the Asylum NYC Theater for tickets. Wow. Where's the Asylum? It is in Chelsea. It is the same building that used to be UCB Chelsea. Very exciting. I wish I could go. So if you're listening and you're in New York, please go on my behalf. And then go uh, send Gabe uh, some requests. <laughs> anyway, we're people who are doing things. Please help us keep doing the things we do. Period. Please do. And thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ladyfingers podcast. This episode on the music therein were edited by me, Gabriel Coleman, featuring songs by Tom Howe, Disclosure, Sylvan Esso, and Lady Gaga. Cover art is by the gregarious Alessandro Ragusa. You can find me on Twitter at YayPurpleCheese and Cole on Twitter and TikTok at Cole Stephenson. If you're interested in checking out Earlobe Calming or Faker's Dozing, you can find links for both in the podcast description. Have a great week, everyone.